Hey, are you hiring? If you answered yes, let Zentegra Staffing help staff your IT people needs. Head over to Zentegra.com forward slash Zentegra Staffing to find out more. Zentegra Staffing, we can staff your IT people needs. Welcome to another edition of the Citrix Session with your hosts, Andy Whiteside and Bill Sutton, your source for all things Citrix. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 37 of the Citrix Session podcast. I'm your host, Andy Whiteside. Uh, Bill is uh, not with me today. Bill's on a much-deserved PTO, Uh, so I think him and his family are having a good time uh, relaxing for today. Uh, I've got with me uh, Eric Kinney. Eric is a product manager from Citrix. We've had Eric on before to talk about application protection. Uh, I think there's been some changes in that program and how it's licensed, so we have Eric on again. Uh, The blog that we're referring to is um, from June 8th of this year, and it's called App Protection for Citrix Workspace, Citrix Workspace pre plus is here. I think that means uh, those of you that have that, that particular product are going to get it for free. Eric, how's it going? It's going great, Andy. Thanks again for having me back on. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm a big fan of app protection. I think it's one of the big differentiators for Citrix, and it is something that every organization should be aware of what they have at their disposal and how it works. Yeah, for sure. We've seen a, a lot of interest uh, in it since the last time we spoke at the at the beginning of the year, and we've uh, made some um, really important and exciting licensing changes uh, for a lot of, cu- of our customers, uh, so they're not going to be auto-entitled to it. So uh, we have a lot going on with app protection and a lot of great momentum. So, so let's uh, recap briefly app protection and, and what it is, and then we'll talk about what this blog is letting folks know that they, uh, they now have. Yeah. So, you know, we were, we've been uh, working on app protection for a long time. It was actually introduced in Synergy 2019 is when we first uh, announced app protection uh, because of the increase in BYOD programs and people just using personal devices for work. And there was a um, concern from, from a lot of our customers that those uh, devices might be infected with malware uh, because they weren't managed by the organization. They didn't have any insight into what was happening with that device. Uh, so if those devices might have had a, a keylogger malware or screenshot malware on it, it could have um, captured those keystrokes when people were logging into um, or logging into workspace or whatever application that they were logging into. Uh, you know, obviously could steal credentials that way. Uh, and then with the screen capture uh, malware, you know, being able to grab critical information or, or company information. Um, you know, if you think about a customer that's in healthcare or finance, you know, if you've got screen capture malware and it's taking uh, patient information, for example, uh, off the screen and sending it to a, a remote server, that could be a violation of um, uh, industry compliance laws, uh, which could be a, a pretty costly for them. So yeah, app protection was kind of put in place to help um, protect against that, that, that screen capture and um, keylogging malware. Obviously, with everything that's happened since the beginning of the year, there's been a ton of interest uh, because more, you know, everybody's working from home now and, and a lot of people working on their own personal devices. Um, so as part of a business continuity plan, we've seen a lot of, um, a lot of our customers really interested in that protection uh, to kind of get us through this uh, extended work from home phase. See, that's always been uh, one of the challenges, right? With uh, th- that last mile, making sure that screen captures and 
key loggers and things could be avoided, which, you know, we couldn't do. But uh, as of, I guess, Synergy 2019, that became uh, a concept that has now become a reality. I guess in this blog, you're, you're pointing out that folks that have uh, Premium Plus can do that not only for Citrix-related uh, Win32 apps and desktops, but also SaaS apps as well. Is that is that's part of the program as well, right? Yeah. So uh, with Premium Plus now, um, we're, we're auto-entitling uh, customers with Premium Plus to a, a few different things. So one is, uh, if you have hybrid rights, we're going to give you app protection for your on-prem seabed. Uh, so we understand that um, the, the move from on-prem to the cloud doesn't happen overnight. Right? and people want to be protected wherever they are. So uh, for those customers with hybrid rights that are staying on-prem for a little while, uh, we're going to give them uh, app protection uh, for their on-prem CVAT at no cost. Uh, if you're an existing Premium Plus customer, those licenses will be in your account today. Uh, so you can actually go in and, and turn those on, and, and you'll have uh, app protection for your on-prem CVAT. Uh, we also just uh, released uh, app protection for SaaS and web apps uh, into private tech preview. So if customers uh, are on Premium Plus, or premium, they, they are eligible to participate in that tech preview and can use that protection for their, for their SaaS and web apps. Um, we have uh, support for, for CBAD service coming. Um, so if you are a premium plus customer and you, know, you are obviously making that move to, um, uh, to CBAD uh, in the cloud, um, you will be auto entitled to that uh, when it does become available. Okay. Um. Beyond that, I mean, what are we really looking to make sure we get across in this blog other than the fact that, that people have access to it and, and maybe that's enough? Yeah, I mean, that, that's the big message, right, is that, we, you know, we heard from a lot of our customers that they wanted it. We wanted to, you know, take care of our Premium Plus customers. Um, so, yeah, they, we just want to make everybody aware um, of what's available and, you know, we don't want unused licenses sitting in, in people's uh, accounts. So if you have an interest and you uh, do want to go uh, check out our protection, it, it's there for you. And we certainly uh, encourage you to, to go do it. Um, but yeah, I, I would just, uh, I think it's important for, for everybody that might, you know, have a, um, employees that are working from home or using their own personal devices, just to understand what their risks are and, and how app protection can, can help against that. You know, we've been kind of talking about the, the three stages uh, we think of, of the, the pandemic, which is um, first was that crisis kind of triage phase where everybody got sent home and there was just general panic all around about how to, how to deal with this. Um, and I think the main goal of, of that um that time was just to get everybody access to everything they needed to, to be productive. I think most companies are out of that stage right now and are in the extended work from home phase and are uh, now kind of taking a step back and saying, you know, what did we unleash? You know, what, what are the security risks that are associated with this and are looking at, at our protection as a, as a way to solve um, a lot of the issues that they might've um, faced when it comes to, you know, keylogging and screenshot malware. So definitely encourage everybody to take a, a closer look at it. Um, whether you're a premium plus premium customer or just a traditional on-prem CVI customer, um, we can, we can support any of those scenarios. So, Eric, do you have, uh, I guess, a couple things. One, it's always, always, always been a, I wouldn't call it a challenge, but, it, you know, Citrix is not, um, it's not inexpensive. However, it's valuable. And, you know, one of the reasons why we're doing this podcast specifically on this technology is not necessarily talk about the technology itself, but the business case. Uh, if you're going to spend the premium on Citrix and you're going to have entitlements like this that you don't take advantage of, you're, you're kind of missing, you're kind of missing the opportunity to get the full value out of what you're paying for, right? Mm-hmm. 
hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like I mentioned, you know, we, we don't like to see licenses, licenses go unused. Uh, so, you know, the, the point here is just to make everybody uh, aware of, of what they do have. Um, and it's got a ton of value, you know, uh, for, for app protection. Um, you know, we've seen, you know, we had an idea of, of who this would be, um, targeted towards and who would be interested in it when we released it. Uh, but we really have seen, uh, interest and adoption across, companies of all sizes across all industries. It's really anybody that's interested in, in protecting their data. And I think you, you raise an interesting point where, you know, you're, you're kind of measuring cost versus value. Um, data breaches are super expensive and, you know, compromised credentials is the number one way that, that people uh, get their data breached. Uh, so app protection is just a fantastic way to, to help kind of protect those credentials. So you don't have that costly data breach down the road. Yeah. And, you know, do you have an example, a shining example of a, a customer, maybe you can't say their name, that they've been able to prove the value of this by, you know, one data breach that didn't happen or one that they caught quickly or uh, caught at all based on this technology? And if you do, that's great. Maybe you can tell that story. If not, then I'm, I'm sure it's happening. Uh, and it certainly would happen more as this becomes more of a, of a widely distributed technology. I would say not not quite yet where we have that story of um, where people have been able to prove out that they you know necessarily stopped a, a data breach. Um, what I will say though is that um, when you look at some of the other solutions out there um, or you know some of the competing products, uh, they don't really have anything that measures up against app protection. And I would just point out a, a recent example that we had with a, uh, a regional bank um, in the Northeast. They were doing uh, POCs with uh, Citrix and, and our biggest competitor when it comes to virtual apps and desktops. Um, and as I was going through the re you know review process, um, it ended up with their. This was actually the um, the number one concern that he brought up was that you know we've got all these employees we had to send fifteen hundred employees home uh, and most of them are going to be working off personal devices and um, we have no idea what's happening we have no insight into into the health of those devices and they're going to be accessing our apps and data so how how would you um, you know they asked each of the vendors how are you going to help us protect against that um, our competition you know positions something that didn't answer the, the, their concern um, to their specifications and to their, to, into their concerns where uh, we, we positioned that protection. And um, they actually chose uh, Citrix as their virtual apps and desktops provider, um, you know, with a, a big reason or, a, a, you know, part of the logic that they applied to that was that our protection was going to help them uh, in those scenarios where people are going to be working from their own devices. So, it's just a great story for us and, and something like you mentioned earlier really does provide differentiation for us against our, our main competitors. Yeah, it's interesting. I talked to a lot of the investment firms and we talk about WVD and the, the growth of that space, uh, both the cloud desktop space and Microsoft's real you know, entry into that space in a strong way. Uh, and then we talk about, you know, maybe that's a big concern for Citrix and, and the conversation always comes back to, yes, but you've got these features like this one uh, that uh, most competitors or all competitors, I guess, at this point uh, are years and years and years away from getting some of those low hanging fruit features done, much less something that's as um, insightful as this from a security perspective. So definitely, definitely an area where Citrix gets it and they've got a platform to build on that allows them to, to not only get the need, but to be able to do something about it. For sure. Well, Eric, thanks for joining. I appreciate it. It's short and sweet, but I think, uh, I think our point of getting this out to people and letting them know that 
it's part of some of the entitlements with the uh, the workspace uh, solutions that Citrix has out there, and specifically around the SaaS and web apps. And you know, you can't just protect x86 apps anymore. You got to you got to protect them all. So I'll move into SaaS and web, right? So or, or becomes a big part of the equation for productivity at. at- pretty much every company. So yeah, it's, it's not just those virtual apps you got to protect. It's also SaaS and web. So yeah. And the great news with that protection is that we do it all. So it's, it's, it's all about the apps. Exactly. All right, sir. Well, thanks for the time. I appreciate you joining. Thanks again for having me, Andy. I appreciate it. Thank you for listening to the Citrix Session with your hosts, Andy Whiteside and Bill Sutton. A special thanks to our guest for attending today's podcast. Podcast produced by Pete Downing. For any input or if you'd like to be a part of our podcast, please email us at info at Zentegra.com. Please head over to Zentegra.com forward slash podcast to listen to all podcasts in this series. This podcast is copyrighted by Zentegra LLC. Thank you.